Welcome to Atheist's Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We appreciate you tuning in or streaming this morning. Today is Sunday, January 5th, 2020. I have to figure out how to say the new year. I'm your host, Stephanie Zavan, and my guest today is Ben Blanchard. During this live show, we welcome your phone calls to 952-946-6205, emails to radio at minnesotaatheists.org, or questions on Twitter directed to Atheists Talk. Ben Blanchard is the president of Minnesota Atheists. We had a, a busy year in 2019, and we are looking forward to doing the same in 2020. He joins me this morning to talk about the organization's plans and priorities for the new year. Good Good morning, Ben. Welcome to Atheist's Talk. All right, so before we get started on 2020, tell me a little bit about 2019 and what you're happiest about. You know, um, over the last year, we've worked a lot, a lot, a lot on internal infrastructure, on on building ourselves up, so that uh, the person who replaces me, the people that replace our entire board, um, when we go off and retire to upstate New York, as it were, um, I want to make sure that we're able to... I'm sorry, folks. I have to let you in on the joke. What Ben is not telling you is that retire to upstate New York is basically um, our equivalent, uh, our our happier, more cheerful equivalent of, if we get hit by a bus... I'm sorry. Go on, Ben. So if we retire to upstate New York. So if we retire to upstate New York permanently, um, I want to make sure that we don't lose our organizational knowledge. I want to make sure that we don't lose our organizational momentum. I want to make sure that um, all of the great stuff that we've done since the organization began before I was born continues to be great. Well, Um, now I just feel old. You know, I just realized... uh, as of this year, I've been in the atheist movement for 10 years. It's a decade. That is a weird thought. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'd say the thing that I am proudest of, and um, for folks who are a little bit less geeky about organizational structures, will find this really boring, uh, but we completed our brand book. Uh, which means that all of our colors, our aesthetics, those things that can make it so that we have a unified marketing concept. Um, We completed that, and that is ready. Um, And and, that is called what? uh, We call it the UFTA. Okay. Just just checking. Uh, Strong Minnesotanism is part of our brand. Uh, (laughs) There is a line in there about how, since we're good people, we say a hot dish instead of casserole. Because, you know, we're good Minnesotans, don't you know? Right, and we do put on potluck, so this is important information. Exactly. Um, So for me, that is uh, the proudest achievement of the year, just because it's something that's so foundational, and yet not having it makes things harder. Uh, So the fact that we were able to come together, uh, put it on paper, and decide this is how we're going to be presenting ourselves to the public. And now that's done. Excellent. Um, So, anything else you want to tell us about 2019 before we move on to 2020? Yes, the other thing that I'm really proud of, and I keep saying that we're almost done, but I promise we're almost done, (laughs) uh, with our organizer guide. So we have a lot of great volunteers who have been long-term leaders for us um, in a specific area, and they're maybe not aware of the other stuff that we do. They may not be uh, able to step in if needed into another place, uh, and we want to make that easier to happen. We want to make it a we also want to make it a lower barrier to entry. 
um, for anyone who wants to step up into a leadership position. And so we've been working on our organizer guide so that uh, either existing leaders or folks that want to become leaders can read through our 25-page guide. I, bet, I believe it's about 25 pages and get a good sense for what we're doing across the organization. Get a good sense of, if this happens, you should do this, and really feel comfortable stepping up when they want to. Um, and so, really excited about that also. I, I won't ask you to tell people how excited you are about the form that you oh. built. <laughs> oh, I to, am so excited. Okay, you can I, talk about it. <laughs> So I am not a project manager, but I appreciate good project management. Uh, so we all, as part of this, uh, the organizer guide process, we created uh, two forms, one for recurring events uh, that has really granular information like, hey, make sure to use this door, make sure to show up by this time. If the door isn't open, call this person. Um, so that once again, people can step up. And then we, uh, just to clarify, um, major event planning. We have a major events form that anyone who wants to, you know, step up and do a, hey, look, they're atheists event can fill out the form and it guides them through the framework that we need. And it includes things like, hey, this is how much of a budget I'm requesting. This is how uh, that money is coming and going. This is the timeline we expect, not just for the event, but for the milestones leading up to the event so that everyone is informed and clear. And that's yeah, just clear. I love clarity. <laughs> I never would have guessed. So in t this is all great for the board and this is great for the organizers. Are there things that happened in 2019 that somebody just showing up to Minnesota Atheists would see? Yes. And this is once again a little bit of a uh, work in progress, uh, but we've been working on our website. <laughs> Not that it needs it. <laughs> you know, I, I work in IT and consistent website management is a struggle. Um, and so we have finally gotten wheels on where we need to go, uh, which is good. And that will be showing up in 2020. Excellent. Yes. Um, and we added, let's see, we added the newbie night in 2019, uh, didn't we? We did add the newbie night. I actually uh, gave uh, congrats to our board member, Dane, who uh, took on that project. Uh, so newbie night had been stagnant for a little while and uh, its format wasn't necessarily what we wanted to be doing anymore, uh, but more than anything else, we wanted to be doing it. We wanted to be making a place that was low barrier to entry. Anyone who sees us on Facebook would feel comfortable showing up and meeting a couple atheists. And so uh, Day and he took, up, took it up and has been doing pub trivia for the last six months. <laughs> Which Something is very and it's yeah. pretty much weekly. Uh, we don't let them do it on the weeks that we have board meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Given it's the same night as our board meetings. Yes. <laughs> um, but yep, every week uh, there's at least six folks. There's a couple new folks consistently, and it's just showing people that hey, you know, we're a community. Join us. Excellent. All right. So, um, let me just double check whether there's anything else we wanted to talk about in terms of 2019. Um, yeah, so much of this has been behind this. Although I think we really probably should talk about 
this is I, I did check with August Berkshire, who was one of the founders of um, of Minnesota Atheists and was on the board until just a couple of years ago when he moved to the board of American Atheists. And I took his board seat. Yes. Um, but this is not the first time, but one of the first times in Minnesota Atheist history where we have not had a founding board member on our board. We are we are a fairly new bunch of people. In fact, I am I'm the associate president for Minnesota Atheists. I am also like the third oldest person on the board, which is um, I, I still have hair that isn't gray. This is unusual for an atheist organization. You know, um, as someone who's done a lot of studying academically of organizational structures, that fills me with so much hope and pride because that means that we're an organization that's going to continue existing long after all of us, and I apologize for bringing this back, long after all of us retire to upstate New York. Um, <laughs> uh it, that and, you know, the next organizational milestone that I'm really excited for is a contested election. Yes. Which I don't believe we've ever... We've had one. Yes, it we did have one. It made history in Minnesota Atheists. There was a, it was a contentious board election and it came out of, we came out of it with two separate organizations. Yep. So. I'm looking forward to having one that isn't an organization splitter. Uh, maybe in the next couple of years. Maybe this year someone's going to run against me. Who knows? I'm not term limited out yet, but I would love to see someone throw their hat in the ring because we're that much stronger as a result of a little healthy competition. All right. So what are you looking forward to to 2020 aside from having a website that runs on a modern platform? You know, I'm so excited for website. Um, <laughs> so when I first started working with the board, before I was actually on the board, um, we did some uh, two, five, and ten-year mapping for where we wanted to be. And I've talked about this a couple of times, but there are um, several things that I'd like to focus on a little bit more. So in addition to fi finally finishing our organizer handbook and getting that in a public place where people can read it and be like, wow, I can do this. Because legitimately, most people could be like become one of our organizers. They just need to feel comfortable doing so. Um, I'm excited for a couple more back-end things, like making sure that we're properly measuring our time and effort, building goal accountability, and those sorts of things. But on a public-facing front, I'm excited that once we have organizers, we'll also have organizer uh, materials, we'll have organizer branded things, we'll have little flags that went on newbie night they can put on the table and people will be like, hey, what's that? Um, just the kits that folks need to properly represent our organization. Um, I'm really excited to be able to have that. Excellent. Okay, we do have to go to commercial shortly. Um, when we come back, I'm actually going to put you on the spot to make some uh, commitments about you and I going out to some other organizations. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. Please stay with us through the break, and we'll return to Atheists Talk with our guest, Ben Blanchard. I'm Stephanie Zvan, and you're listening to AM950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Atheist's Talk. I'm your host, Stephanie Zavan. Join us after the show today at Cucumber's Restaurant for brunch. Both Ben and I will be there. Bring a copy of the Atheist's weekly email and ask to be seated with Minnesota Atheists. Check out our meetup group for more opportunities to hang out with fellow Atheists. This is a live show, and we welcome questions at 952-946-6205 or email to radio at minnesotaatheists.org. Find us on Twitter or Facebook under Atheists Talk. Today's guest is Ben Blanchard. Welcome back, Ben. Why, thank you. So we're talking about Minnesota Atheist plans for 2020, and one of the things that I know you and I have spent well, we spent about probably half of 2019 saying we needed to get out and do this, um, was actually do a little tour of the state. You want to tell people about that and the plans for it? Of course. So um, one of the best things about Minnesota Atheists is that we represent the entire state. We pull in resources and allocate resources across the entire state. Um but then one of the challenges of that is then we have to be going around the entire state. Um, most of our board uh, lives and works in the metro, and so uh, getting out out state, getting up north, getting down south uh, can be a little bit of a challenge logistically. Uh, so one of the things that we're going to try and do is just make a concerted effort, take a week off, and, you know, go visit uh, our fellow heathen organizations across the state and really make a connection with them, make it so we have a stronger relationship and let them know, hey, we're here when you need us, even though we aren't a gigantic organization, we have most re- uh, we have more resources than most local organizations and we want to share and make things stronger together. You know that's not going to happen in one week, right? You know, I mean, I still support you taking vacation, but it's going to take us longer than that. Probably. Um, and if you're you're in a Minnesota, Oregon, you haven't heard from us yet, that's in part because we're still working on updating that list as part of updating our website. So we will uh, we'll be reaching out as we do that. Yes. Um, also, you know, if if you're somebody in a a group we might not have heard of, or you're just trying to get a local group started. Um, Part of the reason that Ben and I are doing this is we are both people who, uh, we're both atheist speakers who have spoken internationally. Yes, we have. So we're we're happy to come out and give you a talk on whatever and then just meet people to talk about Minnesota atheists. We're both pretty charismatic speakers. You are so absurdly a charismatic speaker. Like, (laughs) I'm good at drawing people in. You're good at giving them really valuable skills. We're a power team. Okay, I can live with that. Um, So we are, as while we're talking about who we represent, um, one of the things that we have planned for 2020 is a membership drive. Um, We've been talking about an event um, because apparently we decided it was a good idea to get people out in cold weather. That's correct. Um, So, you know, Minnesota, if we're ever planning on doing something outdoors, we have to 
have a little bit of leniency for the weather. Um, so originally we were setting our sights on late January. We might have to do it mid-February, um, but we are going to be doing a membership drive to where new members in our organization can come for free. Existing members uh, pay just a little bit, and we are doing uh, either sledding or snow tubing. We'll have hot co a fancy hot cocoa bar with our new Minnesota Atheists mugs, and you know, just a nice meet and greet in the frigid cold. <laughs> so do people have to come out to this to, to sign up to be members? They don't. Anyone can go on our website and become a member. Uh, they can email us if they don't want to uh, sign up electronically. We will send you the form. We really want to make sure that you're represented. Uh, and we want to get we want to add your voice to ours so that we're able to make a bigger impact. And when we say that, I, the, the thing that we're talking about doing really is being able to, for example, go to local and state politicians and say, "We are Minnesota atheists. We have this many members. We have concerns about this particular separation of church and state issue um, as a group. Exactly. We would like to talk to you representing this group. Exactly. Um, and I used to be a union organizer. The more we can say, you know, this many of your, cons or we represent this many of your constituents, the more that they will listen to us, which is unfortunate, but it's a thing. If we can say we have a thousand dues-paying members, and we are a bit away from a thousand dues-paying members, but when, we, when we're able to say that, then we will get time on people's schedules. All right. What else do we do? Why else do we need members? Why should people become members of Minnesota Atheists? You know, um, I've worked in a couple fields of work, and more than anything else, we're stronger together. Uh, our dues, while they're fairly minimal, it's $35 a year, um, they enable us to put on events, they enable us to do great things. Um, and make our community better and stronger. And as a whole, there are a lot of things that I hope to do in the next 10 years of our organization that, unfortunately, we need some monetary resources to do. Uh, things like eventually hiring a full-time staffer, things like having a building space that uh, is accessible and staffed where people can come if they have questions or are questioning to be able to be well-treated and educated and comfortable. And unfortunately, those things require resources. So one of the best ways to help contribute is becoming a dues-paying member. And we are currently looking into the, the building situation, correct? We are, yes. Um, there is a building fund that's been a tad stagnant since... I was very young. Um, since since real estate prices went back up, let's let's be correct. <laughs> um, and so we have we have very low six figures, uh, slowly gaining interest, and we want to be able to um, acquire a building. Eventually, uh, we'll probably have an intermediate step where we're renting or leasing a space, uh, so we know how we'll use that space. Um, but once we're able to get a space for ourselves. Uh, there are so many opportunities that we could be doing, like doing skill shares, doing uh, community partnership events, 
providing a space for organizations who are smaller than ours that align with our vision to hold meetings. Things that cumulatively, each one is small, but together it's a powerful effect we can have on our community. All right. Any other quick plugs for membership you want to put in? Um, when you become a member, uh, if you want, I'll shake your hand. Ooh. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> I will drive to you and shake your hand if you become a member during our membership drive. Will you wear a sweater vest while you're doing it? I will. Okay. Um, in case people don't know, Ben's uh, other name is Ben Sweater Vest, just because he spent much of the last 10 years working in the movement wearing one. He is not wearing one this morning, just in case you wanted to know. We're on the radio. You could have... <laughs> no, we can't We're going buy. to cucumbers. People will see. All right. Please stay with us through the break, and we will return to Atheist's Talk with our guest, Ben Blanchard. This is Stephanie Zavan, and you're listening to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Atheist's Talk on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I'm your host, Stephanie Zaban. Atheist's Talk is an unusual show. Very few places in the U.S. can someone randomly turn on commercial radio and hear a bunch of atheists talking about topics that interest them. Much of the work to keep us on the air is done by a dedicated group of volunteers, but we need your help, too. Today, we'd like to thank in particular Jay, Jim, and the, de and the attendees at our fifth Sunday Flying Spaghetti Monster Dinner for their recent donations. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation to our radio fund, please visit minnesotaatheists.org. Or search for Atheists Talk on Patreon and sign up for exclusive content. Atheist's Talk is produced with funding from Minnesota Atheists, American Atheists, and Cucumbers Restaurant. If you'd like to advertise on this program, please contact us at radio at minnesotaatheists.org. The music for our show is composed by ben member Brent Michael Davids and used with permission. Opinions expressed on the show are those of the speakers, despite the fact that we are on the board. You can find Minnesota Atheists' public policy positions at minnesotaatheists.org. While you're on the site, check out our previous shows, browse our articles to see what we're up to, check out our meetup calendar, or sign up for our weekly email to find out about upcoming events and connect with other atheists. And consider becoming a member of Minnesota Atheists if you're not already. Support our work and help steer our future direction. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call us at 952-946-6205, email to radio at minnesotaatheists.org, or find Atheists Talk on Twitter or Facebook. Ben Blanchard is talking with us this morning about what Minnesota Atheists has in store for 2020. Welcome back, Ben. Why, thank you. So we haven't talked about convergence yet. Uh, convergence is one of my favorite events. Um, before I started working with the board, I was like, hey, you know, uh, several years ago, uh, an another atheist group had a uh, party room at Convergence. Okay, it I'm going to stop you right there. Tell people what Convergence is. So Convergence is a yearly conference in uh, Minneapolis-ish. It's 
to Minneapolis for the last couple of years and in future years uh, that connects various aspects of geek culture, nerd culture, uh, and other topics that uh, people really It's get a sci-fi con with costumes and a bunch of people being funny. It's more than sci-fi, but... Well, yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, but it's a great community-driven event. It's run by volunteers. Um, money for memberships gets reinvested in the organization um, and towards other uh, community projects throughout the year. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing to support and to be a part of. Um, and so a couple of years ago, I was like, hey... There used to be an atheist room. There isn't any more Minnesota atheists. Would you like to do the thing with me? Um, and they were all like, Ben, we haven't heard from you in a little, little while. Sure. <laughs> um, you want to volunteer for us? Okay. Which is, now that I'm on the board, uh, generally the thing of, oh, you want to do something for us? Yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, this is going to be our third year. Uh, having a room, uh, so it's the Magic School Party Room, which is not affiliated with any other brands that you may have heard of that might be kind of similar. Um, Particularly the litigious ones. Yes. Um, and so uh, every year we have a Mrs. Frazzled who uh, comes and I help out and a couple other uh, volunteers help out, and during the day we have uh, science education for kids. Uh, we do about eight hours, it's like eight hours a day of experiments um, uh, aimed for uh, folks under the age of 18, but if you're older, you can also make oobleck and learn about non-Newtonian fluids. Um, Play a video game by hitting a banana. Yes, or as we learned, hitting me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That was fun. Um, <laughs> to pull everyone into the joke, uh, we uh, had a great kit to where anytime you closed an electrical circuit, uh, a dinosaur game would make the dinosaur jump. Um, and at one point we decided, instead of touching things together, why don't we touch people together? And that was fun. And then at one point someone was like, well, can't I just hit Ben with this aluminum foil-covered balloon? And I was like... Anything for science. So I got wailed on for a little while by a very persistent little girl. Um, she got so into that. Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> and the scars will last a lifetime. <laughs> uh, but it's a great event. Um, after uh, after the dinner hours, uh, we just become more of a uh, open forum and a little lounge for people to come in learn about what we do, have some science-y snacks, and just get to know that, hey, we're a thing. Um, in addition to just being good uh, community education, which is something that both I and Minnesota Atheists care a lot about, um, it's also a great way to draw new members. Um, we got two family memberships last year um, that happened at Con, which was exciting. Um, because that's a demographic that we don't normally do super-duper great at, um, but we're working on being better at it. And, yeah, I'm really excited to do it again this year. Any specific plans for this year? Um, so we are once again doing a uh, 
magic school party room themed with a science bus where folks can take pictures. Um, and we're doing a lot of the same experiments as last year just because they were great, um, but we'll be uh, spending a little bit more funding at uh, the giveawayables, the swag, uh, having little ribbons for people's badges saying, I touched the banana, um, and leaning. That's very family friendly. <laughs> Bananas are family friendly. They have potassium. Of course. Go on. <laughs> um, and uh, trying to make it so it's a little bit easier for members or for potential members to actually sign up and join as they're there. Um, we had a couple of people pull out their smartphones and do it that way last year, and I'm hoping to make that process just a little bit easier. And we should note when we put this together, because I have also participated in this room, um, we're not just introducing people to Minnesota atheists. We, for example, bring along information about Camp Quest yep. and other organizations that, that have um, a little more family-specific programming. Correct. Family and youth. Uh, so also Psychic Student Alliance, which I used to do a lot with SSA. Um, and I'm happy that we're still helping them out. Excellent. So Convergence last year was fun because we did Pride right before that. Yes, we did, which was a lot. Um, especially because last year, um, or I should say the year before last, um, we were like, do you know what we should do at Pride? A float. <laughs> so last year, we had our very first float, and it turns out building a float is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and this is specifically the Minneapolis Pride Parade. That is correct, the Twin Cities Pride Parade. Um, so we made a float. We decided to use uh, everyone's favorite atheist fable, which is also a beloved thing in the queer community. And so we did Wizard of Oz. Um, I was our magician. Um, one of our board members and long-term volunteers took other positions on the float as various uh, Wizard of Oz-esque characters. Um, and it was a great event. We got a lot of, fee of positive feedback. Um, friends of friends on Facebook who had no idea who I was at all. Um, I was seeing pictures of me getting posted around, um, which was just really exciting. Um, also the world's cutest dog. Yes. Uh, we had a great Toto, um, Ella, who is one of our board members' dogs, uh, was just incredibly popular. Um, we should really just put some Minnesota Atheist stickers on her so that we... Uh, just let her run. Let her run around. So many pictures. <laughs> So we're doing that again this year? We are doing that again this year. Uh, we'll probably be, because it was so successful, uh, we'll probably be doing Wizard of Oz theme again. Um, and we're going to do it even better. Uh, so last year our float was good. Um, but one of the things in the nonprofit game is always moving from good to great. And so in addition to what we had last year, which was a Emerald City and a Golden Road and a Lollipop Village, I'd like to have us also do a uh, faux hot air balloon. And we want to get the marchers who march alongside with us uh, in costume, uh, presumably as flying monkeys. <laughs> It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Are we doing any other events? 
Uh, do we have planned to do any other events this upcoming year? You know, I am sure we do um, because we always do so much great stuff. Uh, I know that we are planning on doing other Pride events also, uh, just because it's a very accessible and important uh, community event. So we're looking at uh, St. Cloud Pride and Mankato Pride. Uh, we're also looking at doing another End of the World event. Uh, so last year... Wait, the world's ending again? You know, it ends every year or so. So last year, uh, it was predicted that the world was going to end, and so we had a fun event uh, where we all did escape boxes, um, which is similar to an escape room, but a little bit more portable. Um, and so uh, it looks like the world is going to end again in mid-October of this year. Uh, Before the election, huh? Yeah, and so... <laughs> I know, it's convenient. Um, so we're going to try and put on another event. Uh, last year was a great event, uh, in addition to netting us several new members and it being a great community event. It was also budget positive for once. Uh, many of our events uh, we view as uh, investments in our, in our community, um, but that one we were actually in the black on, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do that again. Excellent. Do, do we have any specific plans yet, or just we know we're going to have the celebrate the end of the world before the election? That's definitely what we're, we'll be doing. Uh, the uh, the group that we uh, got our puzzle boxes from last end of the world party said that they would be having the uh, next in the series available early this year. So I'm hopeful that it will be ready by October, and we'll see. All right. If the world doesn't end before then. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You had to say that. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any other events, just real quick, before we have to go to commercial? I believe that's largely what we're focusing on. Those are definitely the big ones. Okay. Um, obviously, we want to so talk about So if there are events that, that people think we should be at, they should get in hold of the board? Absolutely. They should email us at board at minnesota or mnatheists.org um, because we very much always want to be doing more, uh, especially if you are, if you have an idea that you'd like to execute on, you just need our help or our resources. Uh and then, you know, we'll have a great event, and you'll join the board, and you'll become president, and <laughs> I get to retire to upstate New York. All right. When we... Wait. Never mind. <laughs> Please stay with us through the break, and we'll return to Atheist's Talk with our guest, Ben Blanchard. This is Stephanie Zavan, and you're listening to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Atheist's Talk, and I'm your host, Stephanie Zvan. This is a live show, and we welcome questions at 952-946-6205 or email to radio at minnesotaatheists.org. Today's guest is Minnesota Atheist President Ben Blanchard. Welcome back, Ben. Why, thank you. So before we went to break, you were talking about being 
<clears throat> replaced as president so that you could retire to upstate New York. Um, but more seriously, we we do actually have board elections coming up, correct? That is correct. Um, and board elections are such an exciting time because um, one of the best ways to get more involved in our organization and to make our organization better is by joining the board uh, to help guide the process that makes our events, to help uh, guide how we use our resources, and really begin to publicly represent who we are. And I, I will say that Minnesota Atheists, as a small organization, we are a more volunteer-focused board as opposed to a fundraising-focused board. Um, but, you know, part of volunteering is is really helping us make those decisions. So That's correct. Um, if people are interested in joining the board, which... So if you are interested in joining the board, um, of course, you can feel free to reach out to myself, uh, any of our board members, uh, send an email to board at mnatheists.org if you have any questions or concerns. Um, in order to become a member at large, you have to be a dues-paying member for six months prior. Um, and so that date has passed by a little bit for this round, but of course uh, our board elections occur every year and uh, our major positions are term limited at three years, which means we have a pretty good turnover of leadership, uh, which is really great and exciting. Um, and if you have, if you're not currently incredibly actively involved uh, as a board, we would love to give you projects to tap into things that you like doing or that you want to be doing that could also help us. And that's really one of the best ways to start working with the board and then become the board. And if you are interested in serving on the board, uh, please get a hold of us soon. We will have uh, or attend our January public meeting. Um, you are welcome to nominate yourself, yes. uh, but nominations do happen at that meeting. Uh, we can also have somebody nominate you if you can't make the meeting. Correct. So, um, let's see, other things that we are doing this year. Well, doing in the next few years. Talk to me about speakers. Obviously, you and I have done this some. Yeah, but and we have a couple of our members that are very established speakers, including August, who's fantastic, and I love August. Uh, he's one of the people that pulled me into uh, atheist organizing, um, and I know how much he appreciates new speakers coming in, fresh voices, uh, folks with points of views that are less commonly heard, um, and more than anything else, and I say this as a white guy, um, speakers that aren't white guys. Um, getting new perspectives, getting new voices out there is so incredibly important to show that our movement, uh, to show that our community is more than just old white guys. Because um, it is. Um, and one of the best ways to help us grow and become more diverse is by showcasing um, points of views that resonate with people that aren't currently represented in our organization well. And so one of the ways that we can do that is by helping develop speakers. Uh, we have a couple of opportunities uh, every year, including our uh, 
Toastmasters clubs um, that can help you learn how to speak. And if you want to start giving presentations, we would love to have you speak at one of our monthly meetings. Same with giving workshops, if that's your kind. We're not just talking about speakers who can stand up and, and give a, a an hour talk on something where we also have opportunities for people to talk to community groups, to serve on panels, um, to give workshops on practical skills. Yep. So um, we are, are definitely working on that. Um, anything else you want to say about speakers? Um, you know, we'd really love to have more. Um, every year we get a bunch of requests from community organizations uh, that are, are, and students, a lot of students, uh, that are doing uh, different religious panels and they want to have an atheist or a secularist view. And generally that's one of our board members just because it's frequently short notice. But once we build up our speakers bureau and we're able to reach out to a group of 30 or 50 people all at once and say, hey, uh, this student in Rochester needs to speak to someone who can go do the thing. That makes everything easier because I don't like driving down to Rochester. It's a nice drive. I love Rochester. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it's a bit of a drive. It is. It's, it's a long way. Nice, but a long way. Um, so we're also... Minnesota Atheists has a book, by the way, if you don't know that. We have Atheist Voices of Minnesota, put out by Free Thought House, um, which is a few years old at this point, but we are currently talking with Free Thought House to put out another anthology. Um, I don't know if it'll come out this year, but it'll certainly be put together this year. Um, we are looking for volunteers, both people to, um, to write for the book, and also people who uh, want to serve on a, an editorial committee, basically the people who make the selections. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, we our theme for the book is looking like it will be secular values, um, which was our theme for Day of Reason last year, and um, strangely enough, very topical at the moment. <laughs> yes, yes, it really is. But it, that's a, such a great value because it's both topical and really gets to the root of why we do what we do. Right. Um, if secular values were more of the basis of our big communities, um, there would be less of a draw for our organization. Um, I'm so excited that we're doing another anthology um, when I was a student atheist, and y'all put out the first one and did speaker tours of uh, folks that contributed to the book, it was an enlightening event. And it really drew me into Minnesota atheists. And I think that that same thing will happen again. Because, you know, across the nation, one of the things that make us unique is that, hey, we have a live radio show which is great. And we have a published book. It's on Amazon. You can buy it as a physical book from an actual publishing house. Well, and one of the things that I love about it is it really does get a lot of voices out there. Absolutely. Um, not just the folks who necessarily have time to sit down and write an entire book, um, much less one more book about why God isn't real. Um, we're talking about a lot more stuff, and that's that's always an exciting opportunity. All right, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope people have gotten something out of the show and are as enthused for this next year as we are. 
I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in to Atheist's Talk. This is Stephanie Savan, your host. Please join us again next Sunday. I'm proud to be on the air with Minnesota Atheists, and I hope that you appreciate the show. This show depends on the generous support of our members, our sponsors, and our donors. Please consider supporting the show through the donation link at minnesotaatheists.org. This is Atheist's Talk on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Podcast for the show will be up on our radio page as soon as possible. Have a great Sunday. Thank you.